Welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast, Chats with Enoch, and I welcome you all back here. How are we doing? How was the weekend? And how was the previous week? How is the week going? Are we still going out to have fun on weekends like how we used to do? Because looking at the economy, I don't usually go out anymore unless it's quite essential to me. Yeah, but are we still going out? Are we still having fun as we used to do? Or we've stopped? Yeah. If you're if you're not going out, if you're like reserving it for some period like the Christmas period and everything, it's very like it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No rush, it's fine. Happy Sunday and a happy new month to us all. We thank the Lord for bringing us like for sustaining us till this time. Okay, from January till November, not everybody we started the year with has been able to like come with us till now, like. Not, not everyone and not everybody was able to journey till november some people had to leave us on the way but we are really grateful to the lord for his grace and mercies as well as his favor and protection and guidance upon our lives and bringing us thus far we are grateful for everything and once again welcome back to the post podcast and without wasting much time let's get into our first segment Yeah, so we are in our first segment and our first segment we are looking at what we saw like within the week that really got our prayer like it got our pressed and like we want to share our thoughts on and what we also saw on the timeline and then we want to share our um thoughts on okay so first of all i have a thing for you lo. okay so like was it last two weeks yeah last week or last series yeah like there was this thing going on on twitter um some group chats leaked and it was, it was all about some hatred for some people and everything the conversation was literally attacking some people like like professing hatred against these people and i would want to ask what are you going to do if your group chat gets leaked okay because when group chats are going to get leaked it's probably with the parts where you are talking about someone then someone actually like leaks it to the person or send a screenshot or something to the person that oh they are saying this and this and that's about you in the group chat okay so when your group chat gets leaked what are you going to do first of all personally for me i'm not going to like justify my actions or the words i used or anything i'm not going to be like oh yeah like no i'm not going to be that defensive but i'm going to let you know that i said what i said because i feel it is the truth okay i'm going to like be very honest i'm going to accept the fact that i said something in the group that you might not like yeah and at the back of my mind i'm going to have it there that that there's um um someone who is a rat or a snake in the group not even someone but there are rats and snakes in the group that are going to leak our chat so i will be mindful of what i say from that period going i'll be very mindful from whatever i type into that group here so when a group chat gets leaked i'm not going to be that defensive i'm not going to be justifiable i'm not going to justify my inclusions i'm going to be very 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 like i'm going to lay back say that i know what i said wasn't right but i had to say it because that's what i felt that's what i thought about the entire situation that we were talking about at that moment so like i'm not here to defend or justify anything but it is the thing that i thought i i should say or maybe it's the thing that i felt was right at that point so i do not know why people should attack me and i'm not going to like 
you know i'm not going to allow people to attack me i'm not going to entertain any kind of attacks from anyone because people do worse people do worse in many groups people talk about people they talk shit about people all the time in other groups and i'm not going to like be a victim because my group chats like my group's group chats got leaked you get me yeah so i'm not going to like allow people i'm not i'm not going to entertain people to like look down on me insult me and attack me and all that. no it's not it's not it's not going to happen i'm not going to allow it so if my group chat gets lit that's probably what i'm going to do yeah and i'm going to like yeah i say this and that and it didn't feel right but to be very honest because you did it or you've been doing it and i've not been able to tell you maybe it came up in the conversation and i had to say it it doesn't mean i hate you okay it doesn't mean i hate you it's just that it came up in the conversation and i had to say it you, you get what i'm saying and if if i'm to be the victim here if i'm to be the one they're talking about in the group i'm not going to like play hard against it or like anything I'm like fine people talk shit about people all the time so like allow them to talk whatever it is that they talk about it is them who wants to talk about me and i don't really care about whatever they are talking about maybe it could affect me mentally but i'm going to like shift my mind of it i'm going to take my mind of it and everything I'm not going to let it dawn on me. No, I'm not going to let it dawn on me. So I'm going to just take my mind off it and like, um, like you've said what you, whatever you have to say. You didn't have the courage to come and say it to me. So you said it behind my back. You said it in the group chat. We are having a conversation. It came up. You've said it. I don't really care. Okay. You've said what you have to say, and that is what you think. That is your opinion or something. So I don't have a problem with you. So I'm not going to have like, I'm, I'm not going to attack. I'm just going to like let it go okay just i'm not going to be like that close to you because i know that you're going to spoil me like to people and other things and like you're going to have some opinions in your head that you, you can't tell me and you can tell other people that might let the people look at me in a different way so yeah if my group chat gets leaked i'm not going to be that defensive and justifiable and if i'm the victim the person they are talking about i'm just going to like take my mind off it i'm just let like i'm going to let um lying dogs be is that how they say it let's lie in dogs lie or whatever yeah so also um something came up across the week within a conversation i was i was having a chat with a friend and like we were talking about the fact that we are aging but we can't see that we are aging okay so a friend celebrated her birthday and like she i was like oh you really this age now and i was like yeah we are really growing okay we are aging we are aging but we can't see that we are aging because it feels very different because when i was younger and someone was 23 22 the person looked a little big like you know the person looked bigger and like grown and everything so i didn't have this feeling i didn't have this i had the, like people like at this age look like this people at this age look like this. so when i look at my people i mean my friends my mates and like this generation they are it is like our ages does not like we do not match our ages it's like people don't really look like their ages because someone will tell you they are 30 and they look like 25 honestly and like you hear people mentioning their ages and it doesn't look like them and then if you look at us it's like we do not like really represent our age because we look younger than our ages but look at some of the ladies the children that are coming up a child will tell you she's 10 years old and then you look at her and she looks like she's 15 okay the kids are growing they are picking up their bodies and everything and i know scientifically it has something to do with the food we eat and everything but i think we'd not really look out like our age like there's a 
a wide difference between the way we look and the way the people be before us looked yeah because they they actually looked bigger and all this like you could see someone who is 25 and you're like oh yeah he's actually 25 she's actually 25 and like yeah but you see someone today and the person will tell you i'm 25 and you're like you are lying because it does not look like 25 you look like 19 honestly and it's like so you know mind-blowing it's not really that mind-blowing but it's quite mind-blowing and i think it has something to do with our education because the way we go okay the way we've been like upgrading our in our educational system i mean people getting to university at the age of 17 18 and completing at the age of 21 22 so it's more or less like oh okay someone has completed at the age of 22 and the person looks very young so you'll be wondering why are they that young like you see like you see that people our parents will say oh today's university is full of kids and it's actually true because it's actually full of kids you look at us and we are very very young we are very very young but looking at other people they look quite bigger and you know as in the older generation before you can get to university you have to go through the form five form six everything before they get to university they're like 23 in first year and they look way bigger but the way things have changed the changes is affecting us and it's affecting us in all kinds of ways and i think we do not really look like ourselves as in with the age yeah so you mention your age and it's quite tricky you, you wouldn't really believe someone if they mentioned their age but all the same we are growing different we are aging different and it's something so um us something came up um last week on the timeline on uk twitter actually i was so i was scrolling through your timeline and something came up concerning an uber driver who picked who picked someone and according to the person he picked the person said he didn't take her to the, the actual location she pinned on the app i think it's both or uber yeah on the app and it means like it's the person created the whole accusation concerning the driver you know um what do you call it concerning the driver um kidnapping her and everything so she painted all of these stories on twitter about the driver and so someone had to come in and she actually added you know when you're talking about these stories you're going to add um photographs of the area the driver took you and everything just like so that your your, your story would be valid so someone came out and the person was like okay this place actually isn't like this this place is like this okay this is the, how the place looks like this not the how the place looks like so you are lying and the person reached out to the to the driver the person who quoted the tweet reached out to the driver and the driver told her he told him everything and the person came to declare everything on twitter like the driver took you to a different location because you know some locations have similar names so if you don't input the right location the driver you like the driver is going to take you to the uh, the similar location he, he or she got think and you might be there thinking the driver was kidnapping you like it's really really a bad thing false accusations have taken people to places they wouldn't want to be okay false accusations have ended people's life it has like people have been convicted because of false accusations and every day we read news concerning false accusations people are still in prison because of false accusations some have faced death sentences and all that because of false accusations but how do we as a people a group of people come up with like 
accusations that are false and still live within our three cells and be like yeah I'm, I'm i'm accusing you falsely and like do you actually think about it because in in my conscience i'll be like why am i even accusing you for something you didn't do but because i want the bad like something bad to happen to you let me accuse you anyway but because false accusation can cause a lot of damage aside physical damage can cause spiritual damage um intellectual damage whatever have you okay it can cause a lot of damage so i wouldn't like want to accuse someone falsely to my benefits okay because if you accuse me falsely first of all i really hate false accusations if you accuse me falsely that's it with like between you and i that's it i'm dying our relationship i'm dying everything that is it that we worked for okay it comes with that kind of you know trust because it's like you don't trust me and you've made it clear that you don't trust me so i can't also trust you yeah because some time ago i did something and my friend didn't like it my friend complained that i don't like what i don't like what you do and like you need to change your attitude and everything concerning it and i was like oh, okay fine so i'm sorry for what i did i'm not going to do it again since you've told me you don't want those kind of things done in your presence and all that okay it affects you negatively and all that and then something happened and then this person had the audacity to accuse me again that i did it and i was like i didn't even do it and i have everything that i didn't do it this person went around telling people i've been doing this i do it all the time and i've done it again and like at that point i got really pissed i got really pissed and i was like don't speak to me ever again don't speak to me ever again i told him point blank don't speak to me ever again but this person thought i was playing so the person came to like and every time i saw him i try avoiding him because you you've put him in a situation where like you've told me i can't be trusted and you you, you are trying to tell me i shouldn't trust you because like you're giving me that energy whereby you would describe it like if you like you can actually like harm my life okay you can put my life at risk so i can't be anywhere close to you so like it, it has created this kind of distance between the person and i really don't talk now and anytime the person comes to talk to me i feel quite awkward because like you've done this and like, anytime i remember your name i remember your face or anything about you one thing i remember vividly about you is the fact that you falsely accused me of something i didn't do although like people might have perceptions towards what you've accused me of but because um they wouldn't say it in my face i wouldn't know but people would have perceptions about me concerning what you for you falsely accused me of so from then on i like i distanced myself from the person and that was it because if you falsely accuse me that's it like i'm done with you i'm not going to fuck with you again and like that's it so this person really accused me and i it didn't really sit well with me i didn't really like it at all yeah, and it's like it's not something so good and people who are f- who are fond of gaslighting shifts blaming and all those kind of things making people feel bad for your for for, for the actions you in, in, inflict on them you, you get me like they inflict some actions on you and make it look like it's your fault that this is happening that's and that and it's, it's your fault that they are behaving that way and like gaslighting bullshit fuck off honestly fuck off it's very annoying yeah so like with all of these in context how do we even react to people in certain situations so um 
how would you even react to someone when you are in a situation like you are like hot-headed at a moment and then you want a reply to something and someone plays with you how are you going to react because i think we should look at our reactions sometimes yeah as far as we are concerned as humans i think we should look at, at, at the way we react to certain situations sometimes because maybe the way we react might have a bad perception about us i do not know if you feel, if you get what i'm trying to say okay so maybe as i said my friend falsely accused me if i had like been really angry and quite defensive about myself people might think it's true because people think that if someone says something about you or if someone says something and you're quite defensive that means that you've actually done that thing or like you are like you know um i do not know the word to use um you are you are actually wrong okay like you actually did something of that sort or like you can be accused of that thing at that moment if you are quite defensive when people talk about things okay so for instance when your friends are talking about people sleeping with prostitutes or people having threesomes and like you've you've presented yourself as a holier than thou person and you are trying to like prove to them that you do not do those kind of things and they they, they mention it and you quite been def- you are being quite defensive and like you're not going to allow them and all those kind of things that you make them think oh do you actually have this with random people do you actually have sex with random people raw sex with random people like it, it would keep that in their head and they'll be like oh okay so you being quite defensive would like create this kind of atmosphere around you this kind of perception from there and so i think we should what the way we react towards certain situations and all that yeah it's something that i noticed this week among people the way people like you know go about their whole um the whole reactions and the way they react towards certain situations is really bad so i think maybe we should consider both sides of something before we uh, we react to it and we should consider the environment we find ourselves in here so on the timeline what did we find okay so not really on the timeline but as a nation the president addressed us on our economic crisis and all that yeah so he so mr president addressed us on sunday the 30th of november 2022 and there's been a lot of speculations out there people didn't really people are not really excited with the kind of address he gave the fact that they people are content with the fact that he um accepted the fact that we are in economic crisis because these men and women in power would just like quickly deny the fact that we are in economic crisis and all that so he accepted the fact that we are in economic crisis and like we should try our best and like find ways to get out of the economic crisis but that wasn't the situation we wanted him to address and he was talking about the whole covid thing and everything like he took 30 minutes he spent 30 minutes talking about a lot of things that we are all in this together we are not all in this together man you're you you take your special chair (laughs) you you put your special chair in a v8 and drive it around the country going on tours and you're sitting on that chair why can't you sit on on like a particular chair i mean a normal chair Maybe you get your security check. Maybe there's no bomb or something planted on the chair to harm your life, so that you can sit on that chair. But putting your chair in a in a car, not pay because the president don't go to the filling station to um, buy diesel, fuel, petrol. 
nothing he doesn't do that he doesn't go out there to actually make transactions so the people here the ordinary Ghanaians, are the ones who are actually feeling the hardship in the country the ones feeling the economic crisis the ink the absurdity in the increment of fares and everything like they are the ones feeling it the members of parliament the ministers the president the executive legislature judiciary and some sort of big like big big firms in the country the ceos and like you know the organization heads they are not really feeling it because they do not make direct transactions to this kind of thing so they do not really feel it but we all know that the country isn't like suitable now economic wise so i mean you making a whole fuss about the economic thing and trying to say that we are all in this together feels wrong to the ghanian people and they wanted you to address it like in in a better way that would like fit the description they are trying to look for but it, it, it looks like things didn't go well for the ghanian people honestly in my opinion things didn't go well for us i didn't see him putting out solutions of like things that he's going to do because acting salada than words you you can come and talk as uh, you can come and be on the national television and say everything that you want to say and at the end of the day like we do not we do not see any actions being taken into consideration as far as you said something so like we've lost absolute hope from in this government there's no hope in this government and We've been seeing a number of protests like the Kumi Preku protest that went on last Saturday, that's yesterday. And a number of like um, traders closing their shops because of the high increments and in, in, in products and all those kind of things. Products, um, shops in Kumase and Accra, they closed down because they were like, things are expensive out there and you need to do something about it and all those kind of things. People have been talking. People have been like complaining 24-7. And then you went on tours in regions. You had interviews, exclusive interviews with radio stations. Presenters addressed these issues to you that this is the problem the, the, the entire country is going through. You told them you know. He told them he knows this because the data comes to him first before it like comes to the people or yeah to the people so like he knows everything if you know what are you doing about it mr president i i oh he does something about it because this is really bad and not to lie i'm not going to i'm, I'm not going to lie people have lost absolute hope in the national patriotic party honestly they've lost absolute hope and we don't actually i'm not going to say ex-president john dramani mahama is an option he's not really an option because we face we face almost the same thing if not worse almost the same thing in his era and he's not an option i i don't i don't know who the next president of ghana is going to be but i i don't have hope for this country honestly honestly yeah i really don't have hope for this country now let's look at um kanye west okay kanye west have been he's been quite you know on and off with his some of his tweets and something that he says and everything is Kanye West getting cancelled? Kanye West was once a good to a lot of people. Is he getting cancelled? I don't really like follow Kanye West. I'm not going to talk much about this, but is Kanye West getting cancelled? Because it looks like Kanye West is 
people are cancelling him for making comments like slavery was a choice um he's making anti-semitic um comments that's affecting jews and everything this man is making black people he's quite he's wearing um shirts like um why lives matter right or all white all lives matter like he's he's making it like he's showing too much anti-blackness and i think it's really affecting the um black community uh, like and his i i i don't want to say his family but he they blame everything on his mental health um issue that's the um bipolar he's having they blame everything on the bipolar but i don't think this is a situation of the bipolar i think there's a situation whereby he's made his mind that like, i'm going to say this and the consequence i don't really care now um a lot of um firms are pulling out from like having contracts with him and all those kind of things i mean he's getting cancelled over there i'm not really going to talk about Kanye West now no i'm not really i'm already tired i'm not really going to talk about Kanye West now Mm-mm. finally 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 elon musk have taken over twitter twitter is now for elon musk okay so now you're going to pay 7.99 dollars a month for at uh, the blue badge on twitter and also um a lot of people who works in major twitter firms in different countries across the world have been laid off i do not know the reason but i've heard i've been seeing tweets about that they've been laid off and all that i mean is elon Musk trying to make twitter better or he's trying to just make money out of it just like he makes money out of everything because i don't know the fact that he's bringing free speech back to twitter where everybody will just say everything they want and like go their way just like the toxic twitter that we had the first that's quite fun but not too fun because we've changed and people have like considering have been considering mental health and everything but laying people off and making people pay for 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 um celebrities and um firms and adverts ad- advertising firms and other firms and all these ca- countries um paying for the blue badge i think it's a better thing i think it's a very good thing yeah it's good because like you have to pay for their service at least you have to pay for their service yeah to get that badge you have to pay for it because you'll be advertising things and a lot of people would like a lot of a lot of people can have access to it so it's like it's it's and i think they are using that to you know upgrade the advertising system on twitter so um to me for that aspect it's better but for the aspect whereby people are getting laid off their jobs for working in twitter firms i do not know the actual story so i'm go- I'm, I'm just going to pause on that and like le- yeah let's move on from that so yeah um last one last one gabriel union and his husband so did i say and gabriel union and her husband um doing weight is in ghana and when they came to ghana they've been given the nice traditional reception and everything and i saw a video on twitter where they were being given some you know traditional names um, i can't name because they were both born on sunday gabriel you know was traditionally has been traditionally named um akusia safwa and the husband kwesi safo and so um it's quite nice it's really really nice but are they Ghanaians? have they traced their um ancestry to ghana or something someone was talking about this on twitter and the person raised the concern why 
when um, people in the diaspora why is that when people in the diaspora comes to ghana they actually tend to name them with the southern local names instead of like trying to find out where exactly the person is from before giving them a local name i think the person has a point but there's something that has to like clarify if you do not know not all asantes were people who like helped the british or not all southern states uh southern states in the old uh, in in gold coast they then yeah in gold coast present day ghana were kind of like you know selling slaves from up north to the europeans at the coast some of these people some of the asantes some of the dangerous the aquamus and you know all of these southern states some of these southern states fought with the europeans and they lost some of these europeans raided some of these southern states and took their people the people of these southern states into slavery and um, when they lost fights when the southern when the southern states some of the southern states like fought with the europeans they and they lose the europeans takes them into captivity and all that so like you can't actually um generalize it saying that um the most of the slaves are actually from up north and everything some of them came from southern ghana here yeah, some of them actually came from southern ghana so yeah i think we should consider that but the person has actually made a good point why is it that they don't actually find the person's you know the the dna the dna thing that they do why don't you do the dna thing know that okay actually from this place then get a local name from that place if you only if you want it like had debated hers and she found out that she's is it half nigerian and then she has a yoruba name or something yeah i think if they do that that would help and erase the all of these um ethnocentric comments people have been making yeah it isn't really right yeah but before we actually leave this segment how many of you have watched the woman king how many of you have watched the woman king the movie is so spectacular i'm not going to lie to you it's very very spectacular it's very 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 amazing like i really loved the movie i'm not going to lie it's one of the best i've ever watched portraying of culture tradition history so the woman king is um is uh, it's about the dahomey um female all female warriors yeah they're agoji yeah they were an all-female warriors in dahomey that protected the kingdom and even fought some they fought europeans they fought and brought down the big oyo empire the mighty oyo empire they fought and brought it down and all those so and this movie was starred by um viola davis and john boyega jordan boga and you know these fine fine actors and actresses and i'm like wow they really portrayed they really really portrayed aside drama you know drama and crime another genre that i really loved like i really love when it comes to movies is historical documentaries historical documentaries portraying history okay one historical movie i really really love is harriet the the, the whole movie about harriet tubman and then this one the woman king no big tap big ups big ups big ups to viola davis he re- she really did well she really did well the character of naniska 
she really related to her i really loved the way she portrayed everything and you know one thing that uh, i like it like it brings these black diaspora actors and actresses it connects them with their ancestry you know because they feel like at least someone from their ancestry like was in connection with any of these you know clans or ethnic ethnic groups like you could see the passion the emotional connection and everything okay you could see it like with the way they act and everything and i think we need more of these movies like we need more of these movies to come to us and everything like we need the likes of it like we need to like get a movie about yasantua a movie about the sagranti war a movie about like you know the yasantua war and everything we need movies that would talk about africa pre-slavery africa during the slave trade and africa post-slavery we need movies that will talk about africa post-colonial um post-colonial africa uh, africa in, in in the colonial period and post-colonial you know africa we need all of these movies so that it would teach people okay especially black people the the, the different histories we have as far as these areas are concerned it's really really amazing i really loved it and i hope they come up with a lot of movies because they have there are a lot of events that has that happened in africa during these times that we did not really talk about but i know they're going to talk about it soon yeah so i think no it's better it's so great i loved it i'm not going to lie to you. i loved it yeah so let's move into our second segment our second segment and like let's look at our main subjects for the day yeah so welcome back and today our main subject that we are looking at is decolonizing african names so i was having a chat with my friends sometime but before the chat i was um when whenever i hear of someone's name okay and they do not have an absolute like local name i question it but i know i understand the fact that we have the european contacts in our history and everything so people adopted european names and everything but i i it it gets me thinking okay it gets me thinking so um i was in church and they mentioned someone's name so that like popped up a question in my head since we are Ghana, this is the question that popped up in my head why most fancies do have foreign surnames as compared to the gas the coastal and Luz and Ewes, as well as the enzymes okay so the gas the fancies the enzymes the and listen areas are all um ethnic groups that are located along the coastal region of ghana okay but when we look at these coastal regions fancy fancy is like one of the ethnic group okay Fancy is one of the ethnic groups along the coastal region of ghana that has adopted a lot of european culture into their culture and everything okay so looking at their naming system if you would like if you want to actually notice someone from fancy you would hear them having a, 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 a an english surname or an european surname no matter the background or everything you could hear people having names like skek people having names like wilson wellington edmonton houston you know there are a lot of names that comes with them they have a lot of like 
these European names. Okay, so I was like, okay, fine. They had they they had the direct you know um uh, they had a direct connection with the Europeans. Okay, they had a direct connection with the Europeans, and they were the first people to connect with these Europeans when these Europeans came to the Gold Coast. But as a country where our ethnic groups really 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 uphold our culture and traditions we really value our culture and traditions why is it that we adopted most of their names instead of you know like not adopting some of the like just any i do not know how to put it but like not upholding our local names so some of my friends gave me some points they gave me some points and others too didn't like some other sense some sense voice notes others also gave me some reasons why people talked about the fact that we they, there's the sexual factors where um the fantasies because they had that connection with the europeans they had sexual relationships with them so as a result of it there were mulattoes a lot of mulattoes and these mulattoes were named because like with our naming system you have to take your father's name so they had to take their father's name so hence they taking their father's name and like having all of that in their family system and also some also had some also worked under these europeans and because of the social relationship they, they had with these europeans they had to adopt the european name and yeah all, some also also um were forced to take it yeah, some were forced to take the europeans name and also with the conversion into christianity you know religious conversion because some converted they had to um adopt or they had to take over their missionary's name so the missionary's name was given to them and some also had to change their names from their local names to new names so that it could fit their um entire what do you call it it will fit their entire um I don't know how to put it, but it's like yeah, it fits what they've done. It's it fits what they've done because they've converted from the traditional religion to the Christian religion. Yeah. It's not like I didn't understand, but I mean, it happened, and it was like it like it's con it has continued from generation upon generation till now. But if we look at um the way Africans we the way we uphold our names, and okay, aside that, I also learned that. Some names were changed. Okay, some names were changed. Like Kuntu. A name like Kuntu became Blankson. A name like Kum. Kum. Now we usually call Kumsen. And like people with the names like Johnson, Kumsen, you know, Wilson are actually names of like, okay, son of Will, son of John, son of Kum. But the spelling of Kum was supposed to be K U M instead of K O O M. And K double O M have ha, has gained um popularity than the K U M so people go with the K O O M and uh, there are lots of names there are lots of names and if you listen to the way they use these names it's actually very nice I'm not going to lie it's very very nice and all that but um you know like have you ever asked your family how they actually got a name a particular name in the family okay so for your surname maybe if you feel like you're you're a fancy and then you have a an english surname have you asked your family if you had 
a, a white person marrying or having a sexual relationship with someone in your family that led to the white name or the european name that you are having now okay so have you have you, i think you should consider it and ask your family whether they've had that conversation and and try and get that conversation from your family members because for my from for me as for me me for instance um my surname with my surname i know that my father only have that first surname but the middle name my father did not have it but all of his children have the middle name so i asked my mother my mother was like he he, that's the name they they gave to him and he gave it to all of his children but for the that's the middle name but for the surname he only has the surname so like do you, have you asked who whose name you were like where that name came from the origination or the origin of that name i think we should have that conversation with our parents and yeah like really like you know like know the origins of our name Aside that, because of the way Africans hold the general view that um, everything embodies a soul, a person's name is their soul, hence the name has a celestial power that embodies, like, it has a celestial power and it actually embodies spirits. And the belief in naming also applies to how Africans give names to animals, places and things. So this like with this i came up with some illustrations i researched and came up with some illustrations like among the zealis and other other ingoni speaking people of the south africa african region the word for name is igama which means your symbol in early african societies when a child was given a name the symbol the symbolic meaning of the child's name was painted on a round pebble either in red or black pigment and this symbol was kept till the person died so when the person dies this uh, the, the pebble was broken and returned to the earth bed okay so a connection with you and your you know i mean connection with you and nature one way or the other it's a connection with you and nature and also another illustration i found was among the northern Soso, southern Soso, and Botswana speaking people of south africa a person's name held immense spiritual power so they actually gave two names to a person either they gave you a true name and a false name because they actually had a problem they had it's not a problem but they really 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 upholded trust in their society because they feel like if someone finds out your real name and the person actually wants to harm you the person can use your real name to harm you as a means to get access to you and harm you so they give you a false name that everybody knows about the false name but only your true family members knows about your real name and they know they do not have to use your real name in vain they only use your real name when necessary okay so among these um i ca- uh, i uh, i came up with an example that's one could change their name from Lesidi, which means light, to Lefifi, which means darkness, when they feel they are being harmed, okay? When they feel like someone is harming them so that they can get rid of their harm, they change their names from the Lesidi to the Lefifi. So, coming to that, um, according to the, um, or among the Yoruba people of present-day Nigeria in West Africa, a person's name is 
like based on the circumstances surrounding their childbirth and a child is usually named seven days after childbirth okay so the circumstances surrounding the child's birth is the name or yeah it's what they come up with a name for you and everything and i think it has something similar to do with the way the akans or Ghanaians also gives name because with the akans i think with circumstances uh, surrounding a child's birth it can, they can come up with names like anto that's uh, anto is actually for people who didn't really like come to meet their parents okay so when the child a child's um parents die they can give you a name like anto so you did it means you didn't come to meet your parents or you didn't come to meet a parent okay and every year is someone who came in a very good time so if you came in a good time it's like what free year every year they have a lot of names i've forgotten a lot of them i should have written a lot of them down mm. but among the akan people of ghana naming people it's usually based on the day of the week they were born in so that it has a connection with their soul so the day of the soul incarnates the body okay so people who are born on sunday a male born on sunday is called kwesi and a female born on sunday is akusia a male born on monday is called kwejo a female born on monday is called atwa a male born on um tuesday is called kwabina and a female born on tuesday is called Abena. A male born on Wednesday is Kweku. And a female born on Wednesday is Ikuya. A male born on Thursday is Yao. And a female born on Thursday is Ya. A male born on Friday is Kofi. And a female born on Friday is Ifia. A male born on Saturday is Ama. And a female, uh, sorry, a male born on Saturday is Kwame. And a female born on Saturday is Ama. So they name, they give you this name when you are born they give you this name that's the day you were born and then after seven days the the family comes up with a name so usually among the Akan people they name you either after your mother your grandmother your aunt your grandfather your father or your uncle or even your brother or cousin so like they can you, you will get your soul name all right then after the seven days they come up with your full name so you can go with names like Kwabena Boatin, Adroan Kansa, Adroan Yako, Ya Ufoyua, okay and they, they, they have like meanings to this name and they name you knowing that the person they are naming you after this, the person is going to have an impact on your life so they just, they, just, they just don't give you any name but looking at contemporary Ghana now People just give names to their children. People just give names to their children, okay? So they might hear a name on social media. They might find a name on social media or the internet. They might hear a name outside. You know, they might travel and hear a name. I don't know if people do inquire about names and everything and know its impact. Because I think names have a very, very great impact on a person's personality and person's way of life. So... I don't know people give names and sometimes when people mention the names they've been given you sit down and wonder did your did your parents research about the name they've given to you okay so the way a person might ask the way a person might become in the future I'm not saying it is an it is an appropriate theory but names have an impact on a person's life yes yeah, so we should be checking the names we give our, our, our people yeah, and we've shifted way way away from giving african names to our, or local names to our our children 
and like adopting to giving them the Christian and um, the you know European or foreign names we've really really shifted from that and it's uh, it's it's kind of decolonizing African names one way or the other because if we the fact that someone is a Christian doesn't mean the person can't have the their local name the person can't have can have their local name Wh- whenever or wherever they like I think people should inherit or inculcate the culture of naming their children with local names because local names are actually very very nice if you hear people with local names there's a meaning attached to each of the name but if you give someone a, um, a foreign name someone might not know the meaning of their name but with local name because it is our language because we understand what these names mean it comes with a meaning and we understand oh fine so this is your name so you might you can have a little perception even though it's not the actual perception you can have a little perception about the person's name and so i think all of these should be checked here and truth be told i really really love the way AWS and nigerians really named their their children i really love the way they named their children they could give names like favor peace love happiness sunshine sunrise you could know the meaning of this name because they are simple and they have like they are abstract words that connotes good meaning and you could li- I, I really love the way they, they name their people and they say i think the same comes with northern northern people that people from northern ghana also have a very nice way of name people but these accounts i'm not going to lie to you these accounts give some names and you really want to think about it and it's really not something i've actually liked about the southern states of Ghana, some southern states of Ghana, because they really like go beyond their way and give their some names to their children, and you'll be wondering, do they even understand what this name means? They don't know the meaning or the background of this name or the origin of this name. But anyway, it's still the same. It's 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 a thing. It's it's really a thing. It's something that really dawned on me for some time, and I'm glad I'm able to have a conversation. And maybe the conversation isn't valid as you wanted it to be, but. I'm glad I've, ha- I've had a conversation about it here. So we are coming to the end of this episode and I'm so happy. I'm so glad you stayed with me throughout. I'm very, 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 very appreciative of everything and grateful for, of everything that you've been doing for me. I see the numbers and I'm glad without you. I wouldn't have this audience keep sharing this podcast with your your friends and your family members and your people and also do not forget to subscribe on any podcast platform you listen to this podcast on or your podcast on and also do not forget to send us a review and rate us on any podcast platform you listen to your podcast on but this podcast is exclusively available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and anchor yeah have a great sunday and a great week <laughs>